All right, welcome back in. It's the third hour of kind of the Clay Edwards show, but we're calling it the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe. Uh, she has a business called Whole Story Health. And uh, Allison, welcome into the Matt Kike of Flowood Studios. How are you doing today? I am ready for the sun to be back out, but glad to be here. <laughs> so we both were talking, uh, we're, we're both kind of on the struggle bus a little today, kind of kind of woke up around three o'clock and couldn't really get back to sleep. I did a lot of tossing and turning, I'm just sore this morning, and but I drank some, I took some vitamins and I drank my little banana bag supplement that I take whenever I don't feel good and man, it was like back to a hundred, I don't want to say a hundred percent, but I'm better than I was when when this party got started at 7am. Yeah. I'm glad you had that. That's one of the first things that I did this morning was, um, I don't have the banana bag, but I have some electrolytes that kind of saved my life. And it's part of my morning routine anyway, um, cause sleep is so dehydrating, but I know when I haven't had a good night's sleep that it's super important. Uh, re- rewind. You said sleep is dehydrating. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. So, well, number one, it's the longest period of time that we go without taking in some form of liquid. Um, hopefully, most of us are, are drinking water throughout the day, uh, but some form of liquid usually we have going on. And then there's a lot of uh, repair processes going on in our body while we sleep. And uh, water is that vehicle that carries a lot of um, our physiology around. Our, so um, a lot of it's getting used up, um, to put it in layman's terms. And so, um, yeah, we, we wake up naturally a little bit dehydrated. So one of the first things I recommend doing when you wake up is go grab you 16 ounces of water. Yeah, I keep a couple of bottled waters by the bed. Yeah, that's great. And if I had to get up, use the bathroom or anything, I'll down about a half of one every <clears throat> or a whole one, just depending on how I feel. Yeah. So I mean, it does. It makes perfect sense that that it is a dehydrating. I have noticed here lately that I, I'm waking up a cotton mouth more and more. You know, I don't know what mm. exactly that's a symptom of. Well, you may be a mouth breather at night. Um, <laughs> so actually, I've started doing this. Um, have you heard of mouth tape? No. Okay, so there is some wild research that shows the impact that breathing through our mouth has on our brain. Uh, it slows us down. And I have been a mouth breather for a long time. I remember, I was thinking about this the other day. I remember I was in like first or second grade, and I, w- I was working on a project with a kid, and he goes, oh, girl, shut your mouth, because <laughs> I was breathing out of my mouth. Well, when, I, when I'm doing cardio and stuff specifically, years and years ago, I trained myself to only breathe through my nose. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great training. And at night, a lot of us just naturally, because now our mouths have been so invaded, we've gotten braces to make our mouths smaller. And, you know, our... Um, 200 years ago, our mouths were much wider and flatter and that, is, that promotes a uh, better respiration. And we've messed all that up for aesthetic purposes. And so, um, a lot of us now naturally breathe through our mouths at night. And so they have this mouth tape you can use and you put it on your mouth and it is safe. I've done it. Um, and I used to have like a chronic stuffy nose and, and I don't anymore. Um, so it's, it's made a world of difference and I don't wake up dry mouth now. So that's interesting. I had to mm-hmm. give that a whirl there. Cause I, I've just noticed here over the last month that I'm just kind of waking up with dry mouth a little bit more. And I, they, they say it can have something to do with like your blood pressure too. I assume it, that I'm not sure of, yeah. but that's interesting. I'll look into that. So just food for thought there. Yeah. All right, so today you were listening to the show this morning and uh, a lot of stressful things going on in the world. People kind of on edge, whether it's, you know, the people who have taken the vaccine, for example, and are seeing people drop dead, they got to be stressed out a little bit, wondering, 
you know, could something happen to me? Or you have this tension with police in urban communities and people being worried. Just just in general, we're all more stressed out. We've got our phones. They cause a lot of stress. You know, waiting on tech. It's always anxiety and stress. So today's show, you're going to talk about helping natural ways to relieve stress? Yeah. So I want to explain what stress is in the body. Um, And it is a good thing if we can train ourselves to think of a stress response as, as a gift, right? We were given this. It's a biological um, response. It's like this internal alarm system. So uh, go back to how we are primitive beings still biologically, right? <clears throat> so when the these hits of cortisol happen or, you know, you feel that stress in your body, um there are these things happening to help you stay alive because back in the day that meant there was a predator near or there's natural uh, disasters. Maybe there's somebody unsafe. Um, and so it's valuable and necessary, but we live in a world now where we are chronically stressed. Um, and you, you just brought up our phones. This is one of the leading causes of stress. We are so addicted to them. Um, and that is not our fault. You know, all these apps on our phones, they, they've been studied to bring us back to them over and over and over again, um, to give us just enough of a hit of dopamine to have us going back. So, um, but, but we also feel like we have to respond to everybody immediately. And that's just not true. So chronic stress, um, can cause all sorts of health issues. So it can make us hyper, hyper vulnerable to chronic disease. Um, <clears throat> it can take us in to insulin resistance. And this is huge. If you think about where we are with prediabetes and diabetes now, <clears throat> as a state especially, but and a nation, uh, cortisol and insulin do this dance. So when we have elevated cortisol because we are in a constant state of fight or flight or stress, um, we are inevitably going to raise insulin levels. So um, it damages our cells. So there's some really interesting research, if y'all like to hop on PubMed, that looks at how uh, shift workers and other people who have pretty high stress jobs, um, they have uh, less uh, mitochondrial function. You know, mit- mitochondria are what are power our cells. Um, it can lead to strokes. It definitely leads to weight gain, um, and that that fat that is resistant to being burned, um, and brain fog or inability to focus. And that's huge right now. I hear everybody talking about they just that. The, the running joke is, um, you know, you're in your 30s or 40s if you walk into a room and forget why you were there. No, I mean, just go get some Adderall. Uh, don't get me started on Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that has nothing to do with your age, that forgetfulness. That is probably a lot more linked to where your stress levels are at. Are you sleeping? What's your nutrition look like? Well, you know, the brain fog thing, you know, you mentioned that. That was one of the first things I noticed that got lifted when I, my body got into ketosis and stuff is you're in a fog and you don't even realize you're in a fog. You know, when, once you once you start burning ketones and all that stuff, and you really get into that, the clear mindedness. It's like taking a magic pill. Yeah. For focus. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing when you drop sugars. I, I I noticed. I got to think about something yesterday. I'm I'm over a year without a Coke or sweet tea or any 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 sweetener in my drink. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I still have a few beers here and there, but as far as like daily consumption of sodas and anything like that, over a year, man, I just feel 
better. My body's not inflamed. I don't have that fog. Sorry, you mentioned the brain fog, and it's got me going down a rabbit hole here. Well, it's it's so connected. I think that's a great point. Um, and oh, these sugary drinks, the inflammation in the brain that those things cause. I mean, the glucose spike, if you were to wear a glucose monitor and watch your glucose spike after drinking <coughs> sugar um, like that, it's insane. And we have a blood sugar regulation system. Um, but we have something very similar in the brain. So there is a um, sugar and insulin response in the brain, too, which we can become resistant to, which will definitely cause uh, fogginess. You know, we're not firing on all cylinders when your brain is having to fight off this inflammation and these high glucose spikes in your brain. And they say, well, your brain um, runs mostly off of sugar. Well, we don't need that much there. You know, there's a tipping point, obviously. Um, and actually, the brain runs much better off of fat it is primarily made up of fat so like you said going a little more of that carnivore keto um as far as brain fog that's huge that's a really good yeah i mean like i said i i've seen that on videos and stuff and i heard mike talk about it madison and um it it, it was one of the first especially doing this and having to do research to come on here every day and talk i noticed that i was clicking on all cylinders more often I'm not, I don't think I'm in ketosis right now. I should be here in the next day or two. But <clears throat> I'm looking forward to being able to compare today to, say, Thursday. Yeah. I mean, and it's quick, too. I mean, once you once you get into ketosis, it's, it's on. Yeah. You know, it's a noticeable difference. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there are ways to stay focused if you're not in ketosis. So for the ladies out there, it's not advantageous for us to, to do keto too long, especially if we are still cycling. So I can talk to you about that one-on-one, but, um, you know, you do need to up your healthy carbohydrate intake, um, during certain phases of your cycle, but keto in general is great. If you already have insulin resistance, I think it's advantageous for men and women. And then men are, men really do well on more of that carnivore ketogenic diet um, a little bit more long term too so and and it's all you know you Mike and I talked about this you have to try what works for you Mm -hmm. Um, and you know if you need a little help from uh, a coach or professional then seek that out but there's so much information out there on on these types of nutrition plans so you know try and see what what feels good yeah I ran into a friend of mine's wife Saturday night and she's lost a lot of weight I mean she was never a big girl anyway but she's lost lost a lot of weight and I asked her what she was doing and I just assume anybody who's lost a lot of weight in ketosis of some sort and she just she's intermittent fasting and said she's eating whatever she wants and she's not a big meat eater uh-huh. um, but I'd always understood that when you're intermittent fasting you really really wanted to avoid that the meal coming off the fast or breaking the fast with a high carb meal because those carbs can count for up to 10 times more in your body and so it was like, if it's got 10 grams of carbs, it could be like your body getting 100 grams of carbs uh, in different studies that it's shown that. So anyway, I say all that to say, obviously, that's not the case for her. She's been doing the intermittent fasting and eat, kind of eating what she wants. And she she's probably lost 20 pounds. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with, you know, her physiology, her biology. Um, you're right. It is better to, to layer, um, you know, maybe start with your vegetables, then bring in your protein and fat, then your carbs. So you can give your body that buffer. So that glucose spike isn't near as high. Um, and I, th- I did talk about this on Mike's show. I don't think I've talked about it on yours, but um, it, since we're on this subject, one of the best ways to structure your meal so that you can have carbohydrates every now and then, like, you know, bread or sweet potato or something, you want to go for a whole food source. But um, 
then there are some times where you just want to have some carbs. Go for it. But if you will eat your vegetables first, then your protein and fat, and then your carbohydrate, um, you can actually reduce your glucose spike uh, up to 70%. And that's, that's huge. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and is, that, that, is that just coming off a of fast or is that just when you eat In period? general. Mm-hmm. Yep. So think about when you go out to eat, they, they hand you that bread first. We always tell them don't leave it at our table because my mom and I cannot no. <laughs> not eat it if it's there. Um, but, you know, if if you want to have the bread, then um, have your salad first and eat it with your meal instead um, or, you know, have dessert prioritize. So just, you know, thinking about you don't have to always restrict or abstain or live so like, you know, tight and stressed out that you can't breathe. But um, just applying a few simple rules to um, to your nutrition life you can have a little bit more flexibility and freedom unless you're in a place where you are fighting diabetes, then we need to be a little bit more strict for a while because we need to eradicate that disease from your body. And you can do that. Uh, Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get back, we'll get back on track here and we'll talk about ways to Mm -hmm. relieve stress. Sounds great. And uh, this is the Clay Edwards show, a whole story health hour with Allison Noe. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB and WYAB.com. Necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. It's our whole story health hour with Allison Noe. And this segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto, located right down Highway 49 South in Florence. You check engine light on, they got you. Uh, you need AC work, they got you. You'll find out on a morning like today if you need AC work or not. It was muggy out there this morning. But look, what they really specialize in is your ring and pinion, gears, rear end work, all that stuff. Get out there and see if you're having any issues. Or if you've uh, upgraded wheels and tires, make sure you got the right ring and pinion in there. And uh, they'll get you taken care of. That's A1 Gear and Auto, located right there on Highway 49 South in Florence. If you're going south on 49, pass through Richland, and it's right there on the left. Almost right across the street from Tractor Supply, just down the road a little bit. So easy to find. Tell Justin and the team that Clay Edwards sent you. All right. Joined in the Mac Hike of Fluid Studios this morning with Allison Noe. We're doing our whole story health hour. And um, Allison, one of the things we were going to discuss today, and we're, we're going to go down some rabbit holes on this show too. And uh, I love talking about the diet side of things mm-hmm. and just how that affects your body and, and all that stuff. <clears throat> so I'm easily lured down that. But I love the... The, the natural stress release stuff, because this is something we can all use. Yeah, for sure. And and diet is so connected, too. So anytime that comes up, it's fantastic because it's um, it's such a huge part of why our body is registering so much stress. If we're you know eating a diet high in processed foods, that's very stressful on the body. I just I wish I could articulate to people how easy it is to eat right. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those fake myths that it's expensive, it's hard. It's, it's not. No, it's not. It, it, it just isn't. I mean, you, we all make the time to do the things that we want to do. And if you want it bad enough, you can do it. I mean, I know I say this all the time. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, and it's and it's it is tough, I think, because there's so many different quote unquote plans and ways to do it um, that I think people are in a sense of overwhelm. And I think where people really struggle to eat well is because we've been sold the lie that we need to eat less and move more. And so women are and men are restricting their calories and eating, you know, 1200 calories of processed food, which leaves you hungry, you know, and it just it starts this whole physiological response. That's an uphill battle. I, you hear the word processed foods get thrown around a lot. 
Let's let, let's get simplification here. What is a processed food? Well, if it's got a list of ingredients, it's not a whole food, right? Um, so you know. When I say a whole food, uh, predominantly whole food based diet, you want to think of vegetables, meat, fruits. Um, there are some grains that you can incorporate if you're not struggling with um, gluten sensitivities. Um, but if you look at a processed diet, like if you're going on a diet and the majority of your foods are packed in salt, you know, like these lean cuisines, those are terrible for you. I was looking at uh, <clears throat> my ex-wife left some lean cuisines in the freezer and I just happened to pull one out the other day to see what the carb count on it was. I was like, I meant to make a post about this yesterday and just didn't do it. It was like 40 grams of carbs mm-hmm. or something crazy in a lean cuisine. I'm like, there's nothing lean about this except the little amount of food it is. Right, right. So you're restricting the amount, but you're not getting quality nutrients to your body. You're going to feel like crap. You're always going to be hungry. So we have the two. Uh, there's the hunger hormone, which is ghrelin, and the satiety hormone, which is leptin. And those get really out of whack when we are eating a uh, few calories that are coming from these processed foods. Because your body knows they're called food. The FDA allows this stuff to be called food because it won't kill you instantaneously. But don't be fooled. This food is killing you. Uh, quote unquote food, right? So, um, look at the ingredients. If you want to know if it's whole food sourced, because I do use some products that are, you know, prepackaged, pre-made stuff. Um, Siete is a great, uh, brand. If you want like a Mexican flavored dinner, um, Primal Kitchen is one of my favorites because they make some sauces and salad dressings. And if you look at the ingredients, you will recognize everything on the ingredients list and, you, and you'll see, oh, that's an actual food. That's an actual food. That's a spice. And so, Take a bottle of Primal Kitchen salad dressing and put it up next to Hidden Valley and look at the ingredients in Hidden Valley. First of all, you're going to be astonished at how much sugar is added to that. And then just crap. You don't even know what is this, you know, if you can't recognize um, half or more of the ingredients, then I would say that's not nowhere close. That's nowhere close to a whole food. And if the if the if it sounds like a chemical name. Yes. And and. We have taken food that once came from nature and destroying it and adding all of these chemicals into it and make and make these faux foods. Um, you know, why don't we just use the stuff that came from nature? And and here's another uphill battle. People don't know how to cook it. They don't know how to um, prepare vegetables and meat. So it does take a little bit of practice and, and research. But if you Google like delicious Whole30 recipes or eat, I did this yesterday, healthy crock pot recipes. And um, I, I mean, I'm not the best cook by any means, um, but I enjoy um, learning new ways to eat well. And, and it really isn't hard, but you have to try and just think, how much of my diet can I have whole food sourced? Yeah, I got a crock pot for Christmas. I <clears throat> lost mine in the divorce. <laughs> my grandmother got me a new one. And uh, I, I love to do some, some crock pot meals. Yeah. And, and there's some good healthy ones. And then what's great about the crock pot meals, you can freeze them in a freezer bag, mm-hmm. pull them out, do a little boiling bag type deal. They're ready. 
and uh, they are they're good and healthy. But yeah. they can't they can be good and healthy like anything. You can make unhealthy versions sure. of it. So yeah, yeah. And speaking of crockpot meals, make a lot. And so for single people like us, uh, one a, a good way to reduce stress if we're going to talk about this is to get in community, get off these fake communities. Listen, I'm just as guilty of being on Facebook. That's where I do the majority of my business, but. Um, it heightens our stress, right? But being in community with actual humans actually helps lower cortisol because it increases oxytocin. Oxytocin is that um, neurotransmitter that you get when you pet a dog, kiss a baby, or have a conversation with someone that you're really enjoying. And so if you make a crock pot meal and it's a lot of food, uh, invite somebody over, take it, you know, I need to be better at taking some to my dad's house and, and visiting with him. So, um, just thinking of ways health is so multifaceted and so it's not just about food although food definitely plays a huge part well i think you know a lot of us are overweight in the south and i just use the south as an example because that's where we live is food is about socializing Mm -hmm. you know down here like we we cook for any social event yes oh hell we do it for funerals yes you know like where's where where's the wake at you know yeah so we can all go back and eat and like food is centered around everything we do. It is. And I'm glad you brought that up because um, I got super isolated at one point in my life because I stopped going to things because there was always food that I quote unquote could not have. Right. So there's this, you know, balance of eating well, but also being part of community. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm either going to bring my own food or I will partake in the food that's being offered there, or I will bring a healthy dish. Um, and when you cook a healthy dish and it tastes good, and then the people there are like, oh, really? That's healthy? How'd you make that? And share the recipe. You know, you can have an impact on those around you just by living a healthy lifestyle. You know, uh, not this Friday or not this Monday, but the following, the Monday leading into the Super Bowl, we, we ought to do a show about healthy foods to take to the Super Bowl party. That's a fantastic idea. In fact, anybody that's listening, if you are like crunchy granola, like people call me, or you um, enjoy cooking healthy, y'all y'all uh, hit Clay up or send me a message on Facebook and share some of your your favorite recipes. This is what we need to do because this is where it gets fun, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're sharing healthy recipes. I made a buffalo chicken dip one time that surprised the heck out of me. Like I said, I'm not the best mm-hmm. cook, but it was healthy. It was keto-friendly, I think, and Oh, it was delicious. Awesome. I tell you what, let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. It's our whole story health hour with Allison Noe. We're just hitting a lot this morning. I think uh, you still got some home remedies for stress relief, right? Yeah, but we could talk about that all day, every day. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see where it goes. And if anybody has a question, send it in. Yeah. Also, the phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769 241 1944. See, we've got some text here. I'll read them uh, if they make sense on the other side of the break. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome on back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios for our weekly Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe. And guys, y'all been sending us some really good text here. Uh, I just reviewed them with the co-host this morning, and uh, I think we're going to hit a couple of them. Uh, Shelly texts in and says, uh, tell her that we do want to know what she thinks about Adderall. These people need to hear it. And then she says, and this is a great motto here. This is very true, and I, I forget to mention it some when we talk about health. When you go to the grocery store, avoid the 
the, the modal and shop around the outskirts. That's where the meats are. That's where the vegetables are. That's where the fruit is. All that stuff. All them things in those freezers and coolers, anything that comes in a box is usually going to be bad for you. Yeah. Um, I, I will say with the exception of like flash frozen vegetables, mm-hmm. um, they freeze them so quickly after picking them that they do maintain most of their nutrient. And value. I, I use those. Yes. I like the fajita blend. Yeah. Yep. Everything. And then with that, again, always look at the ingredients make sure they didn't add that nasty canola oil or you know a bunch of junk to it but as long as it's just the fruit or the vegetable um you should be good but that's great shelly yeah uh shop in the perimeter of the grocery store you just hit on something oils this is so important yes i use two a good olive oil and a coconut oil yep is there what pretty much avoid everything else uh Extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, uh, although now, because this is just the way that things work now that um, the Dave Asprey's and and people of that world are saying that most uh, avocado oil, the integrity of that oil has been compromised through adding other stuff in. So, um, again, look and make sure that it is just avocado oil in the ingredients. Um, But and then, you know, like a good grass fed butter and uh, Vital Farms and Kerry Gold are both uh, grass fed butters that you can get at Kroger. Tell me the names of those butters again. Kerry Gold and then Vital Farms. Because I've just been using butter for my Bulletproof coffee and I know I really just the El Cheapo butter I can get at the grocery store. Yeah. I know I need to be probably doing a better, more organic butter and I've kind of dodge that (laughs) yeah well and and there's there also can be um overwhelm with making sure that you're avoiding toxins at all levels and that can cause more stress you know too so doing what you can where you can i will throw a lot of things out there just to get people thinking and and let you know that you do have options and then when you can make you know one or two small changes at a time Uh, there's there's the paralysis by analysis right yes you know, that's, sometimes I like going somewhere like Costco, for instance, because it's just easier. There's not as many options. And uh, like, okay, I got to pick two. Between two, I can do that. Yeah. But yeah. if you give me 50, I'm, I'm not going to buy anything. Yeah. Right. All right. So another text we got in on the Guns and Gear text line says, um, <clears throat> has she looked into the research that suggests Alzheimer's is a type 3 diabetes and the strong sugar link to it? Yeah. So they are. They are. Um, yeah, Alzheimer's is now touted as type 3 diabetes, and there is a huge correlation to that um, brain sugar and insulin response that I was talking about. Another huge contributing factor to Alzheimer's is lack of good sleep. So, uh, but yes, that is that is something to take very seriously. If you look at why Alzheimer's is so prevalent now and you look at the standard American diet, you'll find your answer. I saw a funny meme. Uh, relating to the good sleep thing the other day. It said it had a picture of a guy and a girl both in separate beds looking at their phone. It said, remember that person you used to stay up to three in the morning talking to on the phone? Where are they now? You could have just gotten your sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, back to Shelly, though, with the Adderall thing. I People that know me know that I don't appreciate Adderall because it was one of my drugs of choices back in the day. Uh, I, w- I didn't need it. Um, I didn't have ADD. I just abused it. Uh, but I do think that doctors prescribe it left, right, and center. Um, and I think it's a very dangerous drug. It is It is speed. I had a conversation with somebody, with a family member about it last night. 
Yeah. It's like everybody that I know that got strung out on meth at some point started with Adderall. Yeah, and and it's very easy to get. I mean, when I wanted it, I just asked my doctor for it. And in the very same sentence, I said, now what am I going to take to go to sleep? And he wrote me a prescription for Xanax. So it's, you know. One to go down, one to come Exactly. Up. How bad is that for your heart? But here's the thing. Um, kids don't need to be controlled by medication. They are kids. They need to move more. And we've taken that out of school curriculums. Um, they need to be able to express their creativity and, and get their brains firing in different cylinders. And we've taken a lot of that out of school curriculums. And then we, undeniably, we can't avoid the conversation of what food um, is doing. All of the kids' food, quote-unquote kids' food, is highly processed, filled with sugars and all of these dyes, and those are directly re- uh, linked to these behavioral disorders. Well, there's so many great documentaries out there about food and the, the upside, you know, what sugar's doing to you, what processed food, and even what, like, grain-fed uh, meat is. And, you know, it's really just not that good for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's better than processed foods, obviously. But there's a lot of really good stuff out there. Um, <clears throat> Joe Rogan had some people on from the natural, from the grass-fed beef industry not too long ago. And they got a documentary that came out. I, I don't know the name off the top of my head. I'm kind of winging it here. But I, I'll start bringing some of those to the table, too. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really good information out there. You just got to you just gotta make time to believe it. I'm just going to tell you, no matter what. You know, you can be overwhelmed with your diet. You can be like, well, there's all this, there's all that. If you'll just cut as much sugar out of it as you can, mm-hmm. I mean, get used to reading the the ingredient list, yes. uh, you know, the nutritional thing. Yeah. And carbohydrate is a fancy word for sugar. Yeah. And you know, if it's got more than two or three grams of carbs per serving, it, it's you don't need it. Well, and look at in that same line where it lists that look at sugar and added sugar yeah so there's a big difference if you get a a thing of tomato paste and it's it's going to have natural sugars in it because of the tomato but look at the added sugar and they'll add sugar to everything because Mm -hmm. it sells more um so yeah i mean i can't emphasize that enough that's a great point clay you have to read ingredients labels and look at nutrition facts and as far as the adderall thing i just when i hear of you know, high school athletes, this was pre-COVID, okay, so high school athletes passing out, dropping dead on the on the football field. Um, I, I, my first question is, I want to see what medicines they were prescribed to, because what what these <clears throat> stimulants do to your heart, and then you're out, and we're in Mississippi, and you're doing two-a-days, and full pads, or whatever, dehydrated. sport, yeah, dehydrated, and drinking that nasty Gatorade to hydrate, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing, but... Um, it's full of sugar. And if you're already, you know, you've got elevated heart rate, like it just, it's a recipe for disaster when yes, mamas and daddies, it takes some work, but start cleaning up your diet and you will find it easier to clean up your kid's diet. It sucks that they're already addicted to all these gushers and whatever these kids' foods are. I may be dating myself. I don't even know if they still <laughs> make gushers, but it, it will take a little bit of work, but the pain that you will save yourself and them down the road as these behavioral disorders start to magically disappear oh it is what talk to any mom who has changed their kids diet and watch things like add adhd and autism go away you know i've heard that about the autism of you know moving over to a keto carnivore diet i've watched there's enough documentaries out there i've watched it change lives mm-hmm. you know like dr jordan peterson's daughter she had all kind of major major health issues and was double, I don't know, anyway, she had major pain. I mean, she, she was considering assisted suicide at one point. Yeah. And she got on a carnivore diet, 
and most all of her stuff got cleared up. And it's it, there's a lot of studies that show about it being linked to autism. I, I'm telling you, if I, I I'm I'm lucky that I don't have young kids in the house, and there's not all that sugar stuff around and this that and the other. But if I was to uh, have a child today with what I know now, it would be interesting to raise them and, and to, to feed them right. You know, all those parents we used to kind of make fun of, those granola parents mm-hmm. and helicopter parents, you know, they may have been onto something. Yeah. Um, you know, because they, they had this information before the internet. You, They're like, my kid ain't eating that. My kid ain't eating that. Oh, well, your kid's going to let your kid have some fun. Yeah. Man, you know what? I mean, there's an argument to be made that if you can prevent the sugar addiction before it ever happens absolutely you know at a young age like i like to go back to the coca-cola thing or soft drinks i don't want to just pick on coke they're all bad yeah mountain dews dr peppers dr cola whatever um if you can sweet tea we dump sugar into perfectly good tea here and it's great don't get me wrong i love sweet tea but if you can avoid just cut that out of your life you'll be mind-boggled at how healthy it is and these these energy drinks these Red Bulls and Monsters and all this stuff. I know there are sugar-free versions, and that's the one you need to go with if you insist on drinking those things. But th- that is not a re- that is not a healthy option. Yeah, you know, just uh, there's so much out there. It's easy to just drink bottled water. And, yeah. And, uh, okay, speaking on bottled water, real quick. I meant to ask this earlier. I got one in my hand here, and it made me think. I drink about a gallon of water a day. Do I need to be adding some electrolytes into my water? I would, yeah, because you are eating a whole foods diet, which means that you have drastically cut the amount of sodium that you're in, you're taking in, right? Mm-hmm. And then you also are drinking uh, a fair amount of water. So you want to make sure that your electrolytes, that all these electrical currents in your bodies are fi- in your body is um, are firing at good levels. So yeah. So okay, I- I'm 270 pounds. What? Uh, how much sodium? We'll just let's say pink sea salt. How much do should I take in a day? Because mm. I put about a tablespoon or a, tea, a, a teaspoon worth in my bulletproof coffee every morning. That I mean, I, there there probably is no magic number. If there is, I'm not I'm not familiar with it. Um, but what I would say is go off of how you feel. So maybe if you increase this a little bit, will you not wake up with the the dry mouth? You mm-hmm. know, um, look at your energy levels. That's one of the first things. Also, recovery from your workouts. Um, so stable energy all throughout the day, good sleep, recovery from your workout. That should be a good indication of if you are staying well hydrated. So just go by one of the supplement stores or Walgreens or wherever and, uh, get, get a pack of a box of the little packs of electrolytes to dump in my water. Okay. So they're like everything. they are good and bad. Um, you can just do a little Redmond's sea salt or uh pink salt in your water that's fine or add it to your to your meal that's totally fine um i love element lmnt you order those online they're a little bit pricey uh but the flavors are really good um the the trick is you need to look for an electrolyte source that doesn't have added sugar and so most of the the flavored ones are gonna have added sugar yeah and element has some great flavored ones and they don't have added sugar but liquid iv they went from having no sugar to now they have i think 14 grams of sugar per little packet is so annoying so well you, you know like the uh the inner c uh packs the little orange inner c the vitamin oh emergency yeah that, yeah. is that what it is i'm sorry yeah. emergency you know I, I got some of them last year when i was sick and i got to looking at how many carbs they had in it and i'm like well dang this is not accomplishing what i needed to accomplish is it were the carbs from sugar 
Well, that's a good question. I'm Probably because I think those are a little bit sweet, but yeah. I haven't looked at the ingredients in those. So yeah, just check. And you know, again, you may pay a little bit more for the better quality stuff, or you can just add salt to your food. So just ask them, you know, yeah. easy and, and try to stick with the sea salts and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to circle back to um, when you were talking, we we're talking about feeding our, feeding kids well. Hey, I tell you, hold that thought. Okay. Come back. We'll land the plane with it. On the other side of this break, this is the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe and Clay Edwards. We'll be right back after this break. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This is our Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe. Allison, you got about three minutes. I'm going to let you land the plane here. You uh, dropped off at uh, talking about kids eating. Yeah, so... I have a real issue with fit shaming. You know, there's a there's such a thing as fat shaming, uh, but there's just as much a thing as as being shamed for wanting to be healthy and well. And so, oh, like people love to do CrossFitters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that there are you pick a lane and you're going to get some slack for it. It doesn't matter. But if you are trying your best to help set your child up well to live um, healthy, you just have to tune everybody else out because. What I believe it boils down to those who are critical of those parents who enjoy working out and eating healthy and their kids enjoy it too. When I was in Oxford, I heard a a story of um, a mom just getting ridiculed by some other moms because she loved to run and her her son wanted like a Fitbit tracker for uh, Christmas. And they were saying, that's unhealthy, you know, just criticizing. And um, you are passing on your health habits to your children and those that are critical of that usually it's because they haven't looked within themselves to see that they're just not ready to make those changes and so don't don't listen to all the noise do what you feel is best for your family and you are your child's health advocate you are your own health advocate and until your children are out there making their own decisions you are theirs as well and so it's it's your responsibility yep allison great show i think we're really getting our footing here I knew we would have great uh, chemistry and not surprise at all. I thought today was great. We had a bunch of great – we had some off-air calls too, uh, some questions that were asked over, and I thought those went great. I appreciate everybody tuning in. If you want to find Allison, uh, go to Facebook and type in – yeah, Allison Lee Noe, L-E-A. Uh, last name is N-O-O-E. Or Instagram, it's at Allison Health Coach Noe. Or shoot me an email if you are um, looking for a health coach. It's uh, wholestoryhealth at gmail.com. And we'll get back to some of the stress stuff next week, too. Cool. And d- does Whole Story Health have a Facebook page? Uh, yes, it does. Just Whole Story Health. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it should be a picture of you there. All right, look, this podcast will be available here shortly. Jameson Haygood is coming up next for two hours. Welcome back to the two-hour time slot there, Jameson. And I will see you all tomorrow right here on 103.9 WYAB for three hours tomorrow, 7 to 10 a.m. The Clay Edwards Show podcast will be available shortly. ClayEdwardsShow.com and all major podcasting platforms. Stay safe. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.